the Leash Today Talking Sport podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Talking Sport Podcast with Leash Today. I'm Alan Hartnett and I'm joined as normal by Stephen Miller, but I see him this time physically in front of me. <laughs> live uh, in studio. Live, live in studio. I haven't said that too often over the last so you were off. Years. Alan has to bring us up today. He's, he, he wanted all my uh, news last week. Alan hasn't been able to do anything the last couple of days because you've been at, at concerts every single night of the week. I'm wrecked. <laughs> it's like going to the lecture picnic for the last... Uh, week I was at the script on Tuesday. I was at Codeline on Friday, and I was at Cherry Cinnamon on on Sunday. That's why we're coming to you a bit later. <laughs> Couldn't do the podcast live from Cherry Cinnamon. Could have tried, but uh, but we didn't. And it was like uh, half a leash was at Cherry Cinnamon on on Monday. There was I was once or Sunday. It was uh, one stage. I was there, and I wasn't drinking. So and it was very cold. Um, you look hungover, even though I know I'm just tired. <laughs> but uh, I was I was there, and it was cold. Uh, and I had a hoodie on, and I pulled up the hood over my head. And uh, this girl came up to me, and she said, oh, "You look, you look very familiar." I said, "Do I?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, you look, you look fierce familiar." I don't know where I know you from. I said, "I said, where are you from?" I said, "Timbuktu." And she said, "No, no, where are you from?" I said, "Leash." And she said, "Oh," and I, I said, "Where are you from?" I said, "Strably." "Oh, right." Said, I'm from Clonaslee. I said, "Oh, very good." And uh, she said, no, I, I don't know where I know you from. I said, I don't know where you know me from either. And I, I walked on. Right. <laughs> so you, were, you were spotted, so. Spotted, spotted yeah, yeah, yeah. Spotted. I, I, Jerry Cinnamon, I swear to God. I'd say, one, I'd say if he walked into this room, I wouldn't know him. Two, if a song of his came on the, the wireless, I wouldn't know it either. I wouldn't. The wireless. Wireless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Concerts aren't really my thing, no, to be fair. No, no, no. Um, I know, like, look, he was grand, if that's what you're into. Like, I saw him at the picnic and he was, he was good, and that's why I... Bought tickets back in like. Well, that's why you had so many concerts because you were. So they're all backed up in one another, right. like yeah. yeah. So we had, I don't know, I was at something before that as well. I think was I. Uh, I'm sure I had another one the other night, Codeline yeah, or something. Codeline. I probably wouldn't know their songs, but again, I wouldn't know them if they came into yeah, the room. Script and Tuesday. Then I think there's there's a few more now before we get to the picnic. So okay, um, Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but they're all. It's just because they all backed up in one another with the. With the pandemic and all the rest, yeah. but no, look, it is—it's brilliant to be able to go to yeah. those again. Like you know, I went, I, I did go to uh, Ed Sheeran down in Tom Park. Oh yeah, a that's couple weeks ago. No, you Ed Sheeran. You were in yeah. him in Croke Park, I was right? Yeah. Croke Park. yeah, no, I did yeah. go to him in Tom. We again like that. We had the tickets, but again, I knew three or four of his songs, and I would know him to see. To be fair, <laughs> but I was most um, taken like with seeing Tom and Park done up as a concert venue. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> like, what you were more interested. And I was sort of like pointing out that's where Ron McGarry got the drop goal <laughs> against the Northampton, and that's where Anthony Foley got the hat trick before the ground was done up. But as I mentioned last week. Obviously, with a new baby on the way, but we went down at parking uh, the ju- juvenile error parked in LIT, which is you're in a car park at the back, and you never get out of the place. Like you're you're stuck in it for ages. But um, I said to your man, it was like the, the boys doing the parking were like the lads at the us at the ploughing, like you know. And had the clue, you know, but the were young lads from Tipperary or Clare. So I said to them, uh, a heavily pregnant woman here is. Can we get a bit closer? And he puts it through with pregnant woman. He put in on his on his speaker. And then the lad at the other this is no place for every pregnant woman. And your man didn't realise that he had his speaker up and he's trying frantically to turn it down. Like, But that was a ver- fairly harmless concert. Now, you'd be drinking coffee on the way into it, like, you know. Yeah. Um, I had a tea last night. I was the only yeah. person who had a tea. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. Two, two euro for a tea. It was cheaper for tea than it was for water. So 
whatever that was all about, I don't Jesus, know. Jesus, yeah, I don't know what that says. But I did, speaking of children, I did actually see a mother, a father, and a baby that couldn't have been any more than a couple of months old so at Jerry Cinnamon. And is it real boom, boom stuff, like, is it? Oh, yeah, well, it's him there with the guitar, and every song sounds the same. So, right. yeah, like, it's still... I remember, remember at the picnic scene, yeah. people going around with children in a sort of a trailer yoke, yeah, well, dragging the them with blankets I, and the whole lot. Yeah, the picnic is different, because I suppose there's more room, and, like, you can bring the kids, so there's areas for them. You can bring stuff. them during the day. Yeah, during the no day, place yeah, for them at night time, no. yeah. But uh, that now, Jerry Cinnamon was like, uh, it was like Electric Picnic's main stage. So that area, and that okay. was where everybody was. And there was food was, was in. And your favourite band, uh, Aslan, were doing the warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was, yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. But I do know their songs, and I would recognise them. So. Yeah, you could have come to that part. <laughs> went home. <laughs> went home. The, uh, my weekend was very different. Was that, I was at the Go Games in Clunas on Saturday morning. Fantastic oh, yeah. morning up in Clunas We played Clunas and Mount Melick. Was there new pitch available? Or no, it was tight on space now because there were so many. Now, yeah. not just, I must say, um, JP Owens and the lads put on a fantastic show. Did, I think there was three under seven pitches and three under nine pitches all on the one pitch. It was yes. Manic, Mount Melick ourselves. Couldn't see a huge numbers at that stage. Said it was a baby boom in Clunas Lee seven or eight years ago. The big numbers. My big tactical approach after it is how to beat the press on under seven kickouts. <laughs> they all stand, everyone <laughs> stands in front of the goalkeeper about three or four yards and he has to try and kick it. Either to one of his, well, just kick it. <laughs> And uh, but I've I've come up with some something, but I won't reveal my tactics. You're going to start taking kickouts, is that? <laughs> no, no, no. But I've, I have an idea. But whether we can get everyone onto it, or just some crack, that would be fair. And then sat. Oh, Sunday went hurling Sunday. I'm realizing the the the, the perils of dual players. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah, up and yeah. Tired, were they tired. No, not the tired. It's just like trying to play the two of them, like oh, sure yeah. fixtures and training and all that crack. So it is difficult. Anyway. And uh, another thing from the weekend, we'd give a shout out to Ross Munley on his, on uh, his television yeah, appearance. On very the good. Sunday game. Yeah. Came across really well. Uh, he looks the part. Absolutely. You know, As Woolley said in his podcast, they had them the other way around. It looked like Woolley was present, or that uh, Munley was presented it. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, they, yeah, they had, and do you know what? Fair play to them because uh, that's where all the crowd were. So mm. that's why they had the, the cameras that side for the match as well. Yeah. Um, and it made it look like. Made it look better anyway. Yeah. yeah. They said it was 16,000 at it. Yeah. Which is more than was, I think, at the round uh, three or four. Qual- qualifier the previous yeah. week. The only thing I, I think they count all the premium tickets as sold, so, even okay. if they're not there. Like, so I don't know if there was that. Did see, I don't know sure if that 16,000 is 16,000 that went through the gates. I thought the first game was very good. I thought that was the one I saw yeah. because I, I went to Jerry Cinnamon after that, but. Uh, Sligo are very unlucky. Yeah, they, they, they missed a lot of goal chances. They played fairly. They were, it was a good game to watch. Like, because we gave Westmeath the best game they got so far. Yeah, they hammered Offaly, and yeah. ham. Did Carlo gave Westmeath a better game than Offaly? Yeah, did. Offaly were dreadful. Absolutely yeah. awful. It's it's that's two. He's is John Mahan five yeah, years. Yeah, I know he's not. He's three or four years anyway. But um, yeah, I think I wonder whether he'll stay now because yeah, I'd say it's. But you know, like Tomas O'Shea is part of his management team, and like, Tomas O'Shea is one of the best defenders of all time. And awfully, like, were absolutely ransacked at the back. Like, for a team coached by Tomás O'Shea, I thought their defence would be better. Yeah. And I have a bit of a theory now that the O'Sheas were great players. They're brilliant pundits and that. Very funny. But they're not having a great track record. Coach. Like, Darrow was the Kerry under-21 manager for a couple of years and Cork hammered them a couple of times. So, I'm wondering is, they're not like their uncle Paddy. No. <laughs> you know? But I was this. But, but I tell you, Sligo, they should want to be playing Sligo in Division 4 next year. And it's be Sligo there now. They're in the usual position. They're after ending their year on a... F- Decent enough highlight. Like. They're after yeah. getting a couple of games in the Telson Cup, Croke Park. They're just they're only beaten by three points by Cavan. Yeah. Um, that Niall Kelly, I don't tell you to play him, he's class, but it was a Carabine lad. Pat's Blanson was playing with him, he was very good. 
No, it's a good, good game. And Westmead Cavan will be sort of a local derby in the final. Mm. That's not for three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they'll have plenty of time yeah. to, to build up for it. It's, as a competition, like, it's good. And I think it'll be better next year when you bring the group element into it and you get more matches. I wouldn't yeah. agree with three teams getting out of the No, group, we're dead we don't like that. that but yeah. Anyway, at least I suppose you'll get more games and it'll be more... I think now the players have seen it. Yeah. They'll probably buy in. I know, sure, it I more. Sure, there was more or less full buy-in. Like, I don't yeah. think anyone threw a strop over being in it. or no, no. There was no mad departures. It does help the season as earlier, which is great. Um, but, like, apparently there was a decent psycho crowd at it yesterday. Yeah. Like, and, like awfully, awfully have played... I think once in Croke Park in about 15 years yeah. in the championship. But they had a couple of league finals there, all right. But in, in the championship, once in Croke Park in 15 years. Like, so, and they're a Leinster team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just, I know, look, I think, I think the, there's a couple of things to be ironed out. I, I don't sure if they did enough of a sell on having a big crowd there yesterday. I think they could have artificial. I don't think 30,000 plus was, it should have been impossible yesterday. Tenor in, push more juvenile kids. I think, I, I think they could have done more in that regard. But for the most part, I'd say it's fairly good. Like uh, It's a competition that's going to struggle at the start because there's a bit of uncertainty as to who's actually in it. But once it gets going, I think it's going to be quite good. I think so, good. yeah. And I liked what the, the what RT did with the panel. Uh, I thought Damien uh, Lauder. Lauder was fantastic. Ah, but he's, Damien Lauder is very brilliant. good. And he's a proper GA man. Yeah. He knows it. He gets it. He's good tip GA man he himself. He should be getting more, I think. But he does the sideline stuff. Mm, I, I he's, like he's, a, he's, a, he's a very good reporter and he has great yeah. contacts. He, like, he, he, the amount of big stories that he breaks on the RT website yeah. Which is when you RT generally don't break any sports stories. No. Like it's generally just results and repeat press releases and a few interviews and that. But he's very good. Um, and I thought I thought your man from Leitrim, Keith Byrne, was excellent. excellent. Really knew yeah. stuff. Munley was Munley was obviously very good too. But the whole, the whole lot and like, the world likes Balan. Like wasn't it brilliant? Like you didn't have lads waffling about yeah, stuff. They hadn't, yeah, hadn't yeah, seen yeah. or hadn't a clue. Yeah. These lads all knew, knew the players. And like it's mad. Like we're we're looking at these counties, but like. I would never seen your man Niall Kelly that much before. You don't see him live, mm. you know. Your man Carabine, the other corner forward with the curly red hair. Even the West Mead lads, like Ronan too. We've seen a good bit of him, and he is class. Yeah, we've seen too much of West. Too Mead. much of him, but, he, <laughs> yeah, but even get to see him on telly, and you see, yeah, he is actually that good, like you know. Yeah. And the centre back, they, they're centre back with the red hair, but no, I think it's it's it's. I'd, I'd worry a bit about Leash for Division Four next year. Like you're going to have Saigo are going to be decent. Uh, Wicklow, who bet Leash are going to be down there. Wexford aren't too bad. Leitrim, you know, Leitrim brought Sligo. Niall Murphy, you're talking about, isn't Niall it? Murphy. I was calling him Niall Kelly. You're sorry, you're from Clare. sorry, sorry. No, they, they used to have a really good forward called David Kelly. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was in DCU. DK, yeah. DK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to call him in DCU. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, I, yeah, you're saying about worrying about next year. I don't know. I, I like. I mean, Leash were well. Probably should have beaten Westmead well, that day, and Westmead were tanking everyone. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I suppose. Uh, yeah, and I thought Westmead. I thought Westmead looked very good. And what I'm saying is, I think it'll be a decent enough division four. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that bad. You know. So. Uh, like, at least aren't going to be hectic, you know. I think now d- 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 Ross Munley made a great point on it about Donny Kingston being mad to get back and play mm. in the Talisman Cup. Like, um, and I suppose Leash did give Westmead a good game. And like, no, I'm not saying that I, I'm not saying that Leash are, are going to keep sinking or anything. But I don't think I don't think Division Four will be as weak as it was the last time Leash were in it. And I don't think Leash will be as strong as they were the last time they were in it. Yeah. Like so, and I think there's a couple of teams on an upward graph in Division Four. Mm. So that's why I'd be of slight concerns. You fought Sligo, Sligo, Wexford, Leitrim, Wicklow, yeah, Carlo. Like I know that they're not none of them are hectic, but they're neither a leash, you know. Yeah, I still you think know? we beat them. You still, yeah, and you still, you saying now Leash will get out of Division Four next year? Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. I know. That's, that's, like, I'm not, I'm not saying they won't. I just who, think there are a couple of counties on an upward graph. Yeah, it depends. You, know. you don't know who's going to commit, I suppose, from over yeah. to the extent. That's the, the other side. But I do think from, I don't know, from a player's point of view, if I was a player, I'd be looking at the season and going, right, okay, um, I can go in now, I can play from January to June, July, yeah. or whatever it is, May, maybe. And and then that that's it. Like, yeah. that's, I, think that's I know there's a nice season spread out in front yeah. of me. You've got the you've got the national league, which they should have a chance of getting mm. promotion. They're going to have a Leinster championship match against. They're going to be in the first round, of it, so that'll be winnable. You know, they could, might be if they're able to get in a run of it, and then they're probably going to be in the Talton Cup, like you yeah. know. So with, with three group games, I and think it's appeal. If you're interested yeah, in playing county yeah, football, yeah. I think it's more appealable to them next year than it has been yeah. for a long time. If appealable is a word, I think yeah, it's appealing. Not. Appealing. There you go. <laughs> anyway, yeah. move on to more <laughs> pressing local news. Cheddar uh, announced on Saturday that he's stepping down as East Hurling manager. We weren't really sure where this one was going. I was in touch with him last week. Like I know, Leash J had met him last week. Um, and Leash executive were meeting the season, but there was no sort of indication given as to whether he was staying or whether he was going or whether he was going to be supported to stay if he wanted to. But on Saturday, anyway, he texted me a press release sort of announcing a very thorough, detailed, and typically classy cheddar statement, wasn't it? You know, and yeah. like it's it just didn't work out for him this time. And he cited the injuries in the in the piece that in the press release, and we might try and get him on. You know, he hasn't done a huge amount of press or anything, but um, he cited the injuries, but. Regardless of injuries, the last two years didn't work out, unfortunately. No. And it wasn't as successful as his first time in charge. No, and I, we were saying it was different in the sense that when he came in the first time, we were on the floor. Like, I think, did he come in after Cork put 10, 20 past us? Was that, was that when he took the job? Was it that or that year? Possibly that year, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. But like, they had two very bad years. Yeah. It had Brendan Fenley and they had Teddy McCarthy one year after another. And both years so were very Hyman bad. I've done an interview one time. Sunday Independent, like yeah. Seven lads turned up for training in one day and all this crack. So, like, he, he restored. Pride. Oh, and, his and first term was excellent. They, like they, they beat Offaly for the first time yeah. in the league for ages. Beat them for the first time in the championship. Got to a, like the rank Clare cr- close in the league quarter final. Ran Galway close twice. Like one of the times against Galway, sure it was you know end rolling had a goal chance saved in the last minute. Um, so like that that was good. And then he left sort of in a cloud. If you remember when he when he left, he, he sort of he sort of left in a cloud, and and that was it. He was gone. Um, this time when he came back, Leash had had had. Good success, probably their best year. I don't know in a, well, in, sure, the, the, in a long the, the, time in yeah. twenty nineteen, and then the pandemic twenty twenty, and they did all right though. Like they ran Clare close enough, could have beaten them. So there, he was coming into a team that had had tasted success and had competed well with teams, but just never happened. Like there was, it was a couple of flashes. The Warford game one stands out in my mind. Yeah. Could have won that that day. Um, other than that, well, where like, I'd give them credit for over the last couple of years and. I didn't buy the argument that Cheddar made when he came in the second time around was that it was about rebuilding. And I was thinking, hold on a second, like they're after beating Dublin in the championship, they had the very positive Joe McDonough Cup win, they ran Tipperary relatively close, then the following year, okay, Dublin beat them well in the championship the following, that COVID year in Croke Park, and then they ran Clare very close down in Kilkenny. There was nobody even at those matches, weren't they completely oh. behind closed doors. So I was thinking, and they were Division 1, I was thinking, that's not, they're not at rock bottom. Now it's come to a door, they weren't by leash standards were at a relative enough high those two years and it was treated I think his his words that he said in interviews in that anyway was as if this was that we're in an awful situation yeah. now it, it was a, a tricky situation after the whole Eddie Brennan controversy that he took over from but in a playing sense 
you had a decent decent group of players and all their age profile was good and to, to, to Cheddar's credit in the first year he more or less got everyone on board Yes, and which Eddie Brennan hadn't managed to do and people overlooked that they think that everyone was playing under Eddie Brennan when that wasn't the case but I think the second year the wheels sort of there was no never got any momentum but where I would give them credit the beat Antrim in that game in Parnell Park to save their Joe McDonough or their Lee McCarthy status last year the beat Antrim in the league this year and they beat Westmead in the league last year so, there's, so they've, they've won those three games now obviously being bet by Westmead this year and losing by 18 points in that game was a massive uh, massive thing so look I, you know he has done Leash Hurling a great service over the years but this term didn't really work out no it didn't and and a lot of games were very very one sided where that style of Hurling sometimes was criticised that they were very negative Um they didn't seem to have much of an attacking plan a lot of the time. It was about containing a team. Um, you know, there, I always remember the one in the championship last year against Wexford when but that was dreadful. That performance, just, yeah. They just basically conceded the, yeah, the <laughs> fifty yards of the pitch yeah. and, and let Wexford shoot from range and they, they murdered them. The, the point Cheddar made in a statement, and we've made it before. That that round robin Leinster championship is unforgiving completely five games in six weeks against big coming off the back of a league campaign where there's six five five games in six or seven weeks as well yeah. so it, it's very true we said it's hard that the leash had to play kenny three times this year in the Walsh cup in the league and in the championship but that's an awful lot of times for leash to go to the well so whoever takes over who, who's on the top of the shopping list well sure there's a lot of potential candidates yeah. that that could come into the role and uh and take over, and I like. I think I said it before. I think the hurlers are attractive now because you're they're in a competition. They'll be favourites to win. Um, their main opposition will be Kerry, Kerry, and uh, Kerry and Carlo, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe Kildare. I think Kildare could be dangerous. Yeah, well, sure. Down aren't too bad either. Yeah. Offly, sure. Offly are in it. Offly are in yeah. it. So no, it's that's like, a hard enough one championship, hard, it's, but it's, yeah, it's like, a standard leash you're at. It's a standard, and and I think they're, they're they'll be have a chance of winning it. They'll have a division one hurling yeah, campaign, which, is, which I don't know whether uh, I think that's a benefit to them. People say. I it, think it's yeah. better to be in division one in the league if you're in the Joe McDonough. Yeah. Rather, I think I, th- I think because leash would be one of the only teams in the in, yeah. in, in division one. Westmead, I think. I'm sure Westmead, Westmead are aren't, senior, aren't so there, yeah. I think Lee should be the only Joe McDonough team. Or Carlo yeah. maybe still in it as no, well. No, there's 12 Division 1. I'm sure there's 11 senior, uh, 11 senior championship teams and there's 12 in Division 1. So Lee should be the only Joe McDonough Cup team. So I think that is a, yeah. is so, a help. Uh, and there is, like, there's plenty. We could probably name 10 to 15 players easily that weren't playing for whether it was injuries, not being there, or whatever. Travelling, all yeah. these things, yeah. That could come into yeah. the thing. Well, at least historically, not everyone is committed. That's sort of a fact of, yeah. of, of life. It's it's to try and get the number of lads not committing down to a single, like down to, you count on one hand rather than like yeah. pick a team of them, you know. And also, like we've had decent underage teams over the last couple of years as well. And we've seen some of them come into the seniors, the likes of Mossy Keys, Kieran Byrne, um, they've all played last couple of seasons, so it's not like I don't think it's doom and gloom. No, or I, anything I like think it. be attractive. I think I do think like that. I think two years ago the age profile of the squad and their main players was better than it is now. I think there'll be a couple. There probably might be a couple of retirements. Like lost Matthew Whelan last year. There might be one or two more to go. The likes of Paddy Purcell, Ross King, um, you know, Pajolini is younger, obviously, but. Paddy Purcell, Ross King, that that era of players, they're all two years older now. Like I think they're nearly, they're not past it or anything close to it. But 
I'd say they've probably more county years behind them than ahead of them. Uh, so, look, good. Who, who's top of your shopping list? Who would you, if, if you had a, if anyone could take it, who would you give it to? Who would I give the job to? David Fitz. Um, yeah, David Fitz, from our point of view, would be fantastic. Can you imagine the mileage you get out of him? Yeah. You know, I'd sure he'd come in and, and sit here and do podcasts for his and everything. <laughs> would he? Would he? Would be, he would be great. So David Fitz, the top of your... So you're, you're well, gonna... for, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, for entertainment purposes, yeah, yeah. he'd be fantastic. Yeah. And sure, like, he's a good... Tr- I'll tell you what, he'd probably create an old siege mentality in yeah. there um, and he'd get... Get lads' backs up. But you know what we should do if he gets the job, and it's a long way from it. We'll give him a leash today hat, and he definitely get in a row on the sideline. Didn't we build him a box the time That's that right. he was back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a special seat for him yeah. behind the pole, but no, to give him a, give him a box. Yeah. Um, so he's I, available anyway. He's available. He's only what's he called? Cork Cork team. Yeah. So Isn't he involved in his own club, Six Mile Bridge and Clare? He's he's been managing teams for about thirty, 30 years. years. He, yeah. he was supposed to get the Galway job, and they went with him. And that was he wasn't happy See. He has run out of road in places whether there's many jobs he'd be yeah, given. I think Dublin is the one that may yeah, be... Yeah, that may come available, yeah. Yeah, sure, like, Matty Kenny hasn't really done a whole lot there. No. Like, so he, he could... And Dublin liked their outside managers yeah, as well, so... Yeah, and he'd probably go there before he'd go to... They'd probably have more money to offer him, to, you know, to it, They don't get paid. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> more expensive. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Further travelling from Clare to Dublin. Yeah. To my, number one on my shopping list would be Dermot Mullins. Yeah. Uh, Dermot Mullins is a Port Leash man who won two All-Ireland minor football medals with Leash in 96 and 97. Um, a play, dual player in Hurling. He's a nephew of the great Brian Mullins who played with Dublin. His dad, Sean, um, passed away a couple of years ago but would have played with Port Leash. Huge GA family. But Dieran dear played Hurling and football underage for Leash. Might have played a bit of senior with Leash as well. Um, and, but he moved down to Limerick. I sort of knew him when it was down in Limerick but uh, he is principal of the Crescent Comprehensive School. A hugely respected rugby school primarily. Very good soccer school as well. Uh, it's a mixed school in, in, in Limerick. It, on, it used to be under the Jesuit patronage. I'm not so, so sure whether it still is, but it's opposite the Gary Owen rugby grounds. He's principal of that school. He's an incredible coaching record. Hurling, football, rugby and soccer. He's been part of the Limerick football backro- backroom team at one stage. He's the current Limerick under-20 hurling manager and was the previous Limerick minor hurling manager. He's involved, he moved down to the Mungret Club in Limerick, which would be a club on the outskirts of the city. It wouldn't be a great club now. Like the, There should be better. Um, but I don't actually... Presume he must be living around that area, but be very easy on the motorway. I'm sure he's very familiar with the road. But he's been involved with Kilmallock. He's been Would involved. Would he like to leave the Limerick family though? He's in that. the Limerick setup. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's in the Limerick setup. But he's. I. I can guarantee. You, I'd say he has a very good knowledge and handle of the leash uh, players, and he would know the lay of the land. Mm. Um, I, I would love to see him get. So whether he'd job. be interested. He's in only forty two years. Only forty two, like a young. But he, he like. Could I, he potentially be the next Limerick manager? Po- possibly. Would that be like, more yeah. what he'd be biding yeah. his time for. Well, sure. He's 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 in the system mm. there, as you say. Like, but I think I'd be I'd be picking up the phone. I have his number. If anyone, <laughs> <laughs> I need the county board boys are listening, um, and they'd want to talk to. Him I'm sure other people have his number too, though. <laughs> So I will just run through that we had a list the last time. I won't do a list on site. David Herity, but he's the Clare manager. I, I, I'd after Dermot Mullins, I'd be going for someone that's backed up in the Kilkenny system that can't get anywhere because Cody has such a hold on the job. A la Eddie Brennan, for example. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or Chef. Would I take? I, I don't think. I don't agree with going back. Yeah. You know, I don't think it. I think. I don't think it would particularly work. No. You know, no, I don't think so. I, it's not like he did a great job. But I, I just don't. I don't agree with going back. Mm. Um, I, I would have kept him. <laughs> you yeah. know, I would have, uh, yeah. and, I, and I thought I would have kept him for four or five years. Yeah. Um, but no, DJ. Carey what about would, his um, coach? 
Niall Corcoran, he's yeah. with Wexford. He's with Darry Egan down in Wexford. Yeah. Some of these lads don't like going out as manager. Yeah, they're able to... Yeah. to they're know, like, was, see, co- coach is very important. Very, very highly of, yeah. yeah. DJ Carey would be... I'd have him high on the list. Mm. Like he knows a lot of leash lads from he's been IT Carlo. IT Carlo. Um, and that's just a great standard. Mm. He has been selected with Kilkenny, not with Cody anymore. I think he's with the under-21s at one stage as well. Like obviously, he's a huge name. Um, but he hasn't, hasn't managed any other county team. Leash is only up the road from him. I think yeah. he'd be good. Declan Naffin is someone like he's after managing Balakala to two in a row. Had good to success with Lockmore Castle and he got him to a Leinster final. Would know the Leash system now after being here the last couple of years. Actually, um, hasn't fallen out with anybody that we know of. So yeah. that's quite helpful too. Not yet, but Not that yet. Ha- that does happen. But look, <laughs> that's part part and parcel of the job. Joe Canning is a name you had on your list. Yeah, I just I saw him this year with the the Galway Miners. Now they were beaten in extra time yesterday by Tipperary in the All Ireland semi final. Like Something like yeah, three twenty four yeah. to three twenty. Um, Tipperary now play awfully. Um, yeah. It's funny we I I got to see. Galway, Clare, um, and Offaly yeah. up up close and personal. I've, I've probably never seen as much minor hurling <laughs> yeah. at Ireland level, but um, yeah, it just he's he's obviously if he's interested in that now, it's a huge leap from a selector with the Galway minors. To but you see, lads going. And I don't agree with it. Lads going straight from you know, playing to Andy, Andy Moore and Leitrim. Yeah. yeah, you know there, there's examples of it all over the place. Like so. Um, he could be someone of left field. Sure, Mike Cork came to yeah. Leash from. Managing some club team in Kerry, wasn't yeah, it's it? his own so club, Karen's Rahalis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you do see it. Yeah, like, you know. oh, you do see it. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with it. I think, I think I'd prefer a lower profile person who has uh, a track record yeah. rather than a high profile person who's a bit of a punt. And you're, 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 you're going for the name, name as much as. And now I'm sure they do an interview when they make good presentations and all that. Derek Ling is a guy. I think he's been selected with Kilkenny or uh, seniors. He um, was an under-20 manager this year. Another lad in the Kilkenny system and some of these lads seem to be getting a bit frustrated. They're not, like, co- uh, Cody is going nowhere, <laughs> like, you know. And another guy, I, I had him on the list the last time, uh, Connor Phelan. He's a lower profile, but he's a selector with, with Kilkenny at the moment. I know Connor going back a good few years. I was in school with him, boarded with him down in Ross Grey. He, he actually won an Ireland senior medal with Kilkenny in about 03 or 04. He had a heart condition and had to pl- stop playing senior County Hurling. And a good few years later, he sort of got back playing a bit of club and he won championships with Clara. But he's, he, I think he's managed to, like he managed Mount Leinster Rangers in Carlow. It, it's, and I know, like I obviously wouldn't be in touch with Connor now, but but it's a, it's a someone like that that sort of has built up a coaching track record that I I sort of like their profile. Mm. I'm not necessarily saying him, but and he's a sector with the Kilkenny Senior. He's obviously highly thought of. He's coached the Kilkenny Camogie team and stuff like. That. He's been doing a lot a lot of teams. Uh, they're they're all out. so Darren Mullins is top of my list. In, inside names: Arian Delaney, couple of championships with Camros. managed a number of teams outside. Seamus Dwyer, name and Jackman. Both those as Belnakill lads have a lot of. Uh, Good, good, uh, sort of a lot of coaching experience under belt. Like Seamus Dwyer is managing, his James Stevens in Kilkenny. Yeah, they're highly taught yeah, of. Highly taught of, yeah. And he's like he's a teacher down in in Kilkenny CBS and uh, a lot. And he was, would have been, let's say, he was selected with Leash previously at one stage under Cheddar, maybe the last time. Niall Rigney, you know, he's managed Leash before. Um, I say what will happen next is the county board will select three people committee, to pick the job, yeah. and and he has been on that committee before. I often do joke that they could pick themselves, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, who else do we probably have Matty Collier probably tasked with putting that together you'd they, they try and get so a committee that's a little bit independent yeah. of the county board that aren't sitting at the executive they make a recommendation and then they go never go against their recommendation so it's a big job sounding out people in that mm. um, Tommy Fitzgerald ah, is yeah. a guy hat would have to be on the list uh, it was selected under Eddie Brennan like a legend of Leash Hurling 
not long finished playing. We're very familiar with seeing he was coaching with St. Thomas's in Galway. Um Declan Qualter, sure, minor hurling manager would have to be in the mix. Ollie Halley. Ollie Halley, yeah, under twenty, under 20 manager the last couple of years. Yeah, and the Lions was a selector under Enda before that. And now, yeah, manager Enda, obviously the same. Each minor can't manager. say too much about Enda because his son uh, Dara here <laughs> is about five yards away from us. He's our, he's our producer. <laughs> Dara's working with us for the summer, but uh, Dara, I just have to tell you if you if Enda's getting the job and you hear it, make sure you tell yeah, it. <laughs> make sure give us that exclusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have we're going to Dara will be making his podcast debut in the next couple of weeks, but uh, he's working hard there in the background at the moment. Um, we mentioned Declan Qualter, Alan's first choice, David Fitz is on my list there as well. Um, Derek McGrath, sure, Derek McGrath has to be. He's on in the in the in the in the family as it is. Yeah, you know, the, no the no yeah. bother getting his number or no, anything. Like, no, you know? exactly. If he's interested in doing it, like we don't know what their plan is. Mm. Like himself, Qualter, and them. So, like, uh, actually, we have uh, it's mentioned in a story on site at the moment. Um, like a story on site about this, this athletic development plan that they have in place for hurlers and footballers that are sort of. Neither here nor there, really. Like they're, they're at least GA are overseeing a strength and conditioning program for lads that are out of minor that might be under twenty next year, or lads that are out of under twenty to warrant up the senior. There's about twenty five or thirty of them, and they're overseeing like gym sessions two or three times a week. And dovetails what they're doing at club level. And then in October, they sort of just merge in with the county under twenties or mm. or senior panels as is. But um, yeah, in the story on the story on site that I have about that, it's that like um. None of the hurling managements have been confirmed for next year because obviously it was a the senior one was up in the air. So, like Ollie Halley would probably be in the mix for the senior one, or he might be in the mix to be a selector or a coach or something. So you can't. I think all the three of them are going to nearly have to be done together. Together, you yeah. know. Um, and there's no point in confirming one part of it. It's it's all part of a bigger jigsaw. Yeah. Um, previous names you would have had me me who managed Galway, Don Log, Cusack, uh, Ollie Baker's managing the Harps, Brendan Bugler, another Clareman. He I think Brendan. I'm sure he's from the Whitegate Club in Clare. Um, taught in Port Arlington for a while, but he, I think he's I think he's a teacher in St. Flannan's now. But um, he is on the scene. I think he could be. Man- I think it's Bird that he could be managing, um, and I think he may have been involved previously. I think he might have been part of Eamon Kelly's backroom team with Leash. So look, there's a lot of names out there, and the likelihood is that somebody don't have their <laughs> <manager>. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll we'll try and have it first, regardless of yeah, uh, exactly of, of who it is. Who it is. Um, but I'd say the next step will be. Uh, this appointment, this three man committee. He was called when I was down in Limerick, they hated that idea that there was sort of this independent group used to be. And like, I remember Limerick, you gave it to this lad, um, Jim, I think it was Jim Wolf, like he was the, like the CEO of Kerrygold, and, but he was a Limerick man. And the, the, the county board delegates who used to be given out about the three wise men, and they were sort of like a bit, um, nobody knew them and, and they weren't like uh, seen and that, like so. But I don't think hear anyone least given out about them. Um, no. No. no, no, no. So that, that's that. What's next on the agenda? It's a big appointment. Big appointment, big yeah. And sort of, a, as I said, I think they're they're attractive proposition for a manager up and come and establish whichever. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, hurling league, plenty of hurling league action yeah. this weekend. We're down to finals now in the top three, three divisions. divisions. Yeah, one A, one B, and two. Two, yeah. One A is between Rat Downey Earl and Camrys. Yeah, and, and so is one B. Is between Rat Downey Earl and Camrys. <laughs> Uh, wonder will they play them as the double header now? No, the ones on Friday night. The one A one's oh. Friday night, and the other one's Sunday evening. Sunday evening. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Mm. So the 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 one A one B one is a double header with the two final. Okay, yeah. and the two. Final that, that now that's what was in the, the provisional fixture sent out the other day. The two final is between Abilene and Colts and Hope. Yeah, local derby. Um, local derby. Bit of a surprise, actually. We we'll uh, start at the we we'll start at the top. Right down here, yeah. a bit. 
Boris Cotton. That was apparently a right good game yeah, yesterday. Yeah, they, they, they turned it around. But I think Paddy McCain got a goal before half time, and then Paddy Purcell and, and Owen Burke were influential after that. As they yeah, big Owen Burke. As they, yeah, yeah. As, they, as they turned it around, uh, both teams missing a ah, lot yeah. of players. Like it's it, this time of the year between holidays, traveling, probably yeah. a couple of lads maybe silage, silage. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of um, names missing from either team. I'd say Boris Cotton like. They are missing a lot of players, so yeah. be happy. Dara had a story on site last week, and like it was hardly even space for the amount of lads <laughs> who were missing. Yeah. <laughs> so they're probably happy enough to you know to be as competitive as they were in yeah. it, and they'll try and build now for the next couple of yeah. months. Cameras give a walk over to Cameras got, got, got a walk over from Clock Balacola in yeah. in both. Uh, they give a walk over Clock Balacola give a walk over to Rattown Earl yeah. in one B, and they give a walk over to Cameras in one A. Yeah. So uh, what we're told is that they looked. They looked ages ago. They, they they cited ages ago that the semi finals shouldn't be on the same weekend, and they got no hop. I think off the fixture makers, and now obviously right down the early cameras were in the exact same position. They have a heap of injuries. I don't know what the maybe they were looking for one of the midweek or something. Small panel, lot of crossover of players. I wouldn't have a massive amount of sympathy for them, and I'm a big fan of Clock Bellacolla. Um, but I wouldn't have. I think like. You're not supposed to have a big crossover of players. Like you're supposed to have two separate teams. Like, and I know that's the way it works. Um, I just, league, I just yeah. wonder in the bigger scheme of things, they're not too bothered by the league. Like they, 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 sure. they, they, they're, they're league, after yeah. having a very long season. Yeah. They have a small panel. Another league isn't the end of the world to them. The, the weren't if they were as weak, if they were missing as many as they were saying, they weren't going to beat cameras. They might have picked up another injury or two. Do you want to be losing the cameras? The Holly Harland scene is so small. I think they need to just when you're ex- as experienced as them and you've won as much as them in the last couple of years. You know, you, I don't think you can ever get to a situation where you're turning your nose up at something. Mm. But sometimes you have to factor everything in and say, I think it might be worth their while topping the group in the championship. And yeah, it, there's only so the often like, they yeah. can go to the well. And a lot of lads involved with the county and a lot of injuries and that. Yeah. You know, I think I think in the greater scheme of things, if they're to win three in a row, I don't think they need to be going to the well. Uh, in, in the June. middle of June in a, in a league semi-final and maybe if they won it then a league final the following week and that I think in the greater scheme of things it might it might have done them more harm than good now you don't you absolutely don't like seeing walkovers and they opted not to prioritise one team over the other um, but it's, you don't like seeing walkovers for a start in, in, in a semi-final of a competition yeah. but is, um, pro- is it an issue in the hurling leagues that no one can get relegated from Division 1 is that a problem actually it doesn't help no. yeah because the Harps won't, lost every game but they'll be bare again next because year because Rathdowney and Cameras are second teams and that's happened yeah. a good few years in a row yeah, yeah. well I, th- I think for the league put the second teams into their own league yeah you know and, and then but I haven't said that if some of the Division 1B teams were up <laughs> at the Division 1A they'd be getting almighty beatings all together so that's no good idea yeah. so but we did have someone had an idea we won't put them uh, name them that have an idea that Leash and Offaly should have a combined league yeah to, to keep top, a bit of novelty couple divisions yeah, yeah. stop having to play the same teams over and over again <laughs> I don't know it's, I don't know if that's done anywhere else but there is no, but Priest and Devon and Kilkenny where they do let teams in to their league Nace have played in Kilkenny yeah. Bray Emmett's in, du- in Wicklow playing Dublin in the leagues I think they play in both leagues mm-hmm. but I think I think that's the way the small counties have to be thinking. Yeah. Or even 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 North Tipperary. Yeah. You know, I don't know what type of leagues they have in Tipperary, but like sure sure Ross Grey Boris Kilcotton or Ross Grey right down the Earl or beside, or beside each other, yeah. like, you know. So maybe that's something they can yeah. look at, but it, it's not great. there is a Leinster senior league, but that's on top of the, yeah. the Leash League. I just yeah. think the Leash, Leash 
number of clubs is too small yeah. and teams playing each other the whole time and that is a little bit of an issue I think they do something like that up in, in Ulster as well like that maybe oh, I yeah, think Antrim and Down there, yeah. sort of have an amalgamated league or mm-hmm. something um, maybe it's something they could explore I, I don't know if there's any appetite yeah. for anyway, can, we'll do a proper league finals preview yeah. show later in the week Colch and Oho, oh, sorry in the second game then Division 1B Camaros the second team bet Port Leash's first team and Port Leash aren't going great even though they got to the semi-final of that competition mm. and won gathered up a good few points but Camaros bet them handy enough 2-24-2-9 yeah. and Port Leash got the goal, one goal late enough and it, so. that's right beat. I saw Port Leash hammer Camaros last year when it's the other way around no Frank yeah. Flanagan playing no, Aaron Bergen is in bother yeah, injuries or concussion or something. Yeah, yeah, so like they're they're probably down a few lads as well that maybe they'll they'll get back. But um, yeah, they're they're not going wonderful and haven't been. But they are making efforts to try and and improve things. At juvenile eleven, I saw our buddy Shane Keegan yeah. there had about ten thousand children out <laughs> uh, in in Rat League. So yeah, more power. Jeez, yeah. but that's going to take time. Though. That's going to take. You don't see that immediately. Although I read an article in the uh, I found a copy of the nineteen ninety three Leash GA yearbook the other day, and there was an article about Siobhan Reynolds in it. who was going to be coaching the kids in schools in Port Leash, and this was very important. This is thirty years ago. Jeez. You know, full time coach for Leinster Council and Port Leash was the area. And Siobhan, I remember Siobhan coming out to school in Rat and that at the time. But it's not. This isn't a new issue. Like no. Kiddo, how do you set up all the cones and the bibs for 250 oh, children? You want plenty of help anyway. We struggle with it. Uh, I do struggle with the yeah, old 10 under yeah, sevens, like you know. Uh, but so uh, yeah, so well, yeah, we'll do more on the Harlan later yeah. the week. Um, star of the week from last week, we have our winner. Oh, yeah, apology first of all. <laughs> so the star of the week is Ellen Healy, Ellen Healy, not Anna. That I, 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 I knew who I was talking about, but I mixed up the names. I knew it was. was the girl that plays centre back from Port Leash, that is Cahar Healy's sister. I know them both to see, and I just mixed up the names. I'm getting a bit like an old fella, like <laughs> no lad teaching you or something, you know, mixing up names. And oh, look, anyway, very sorry about that. And Alan, we <laughs> message and, and get, I was getting confused at the, in the messages. We were doing our shortlist for uh, start of the week, and I said, uh, Anna Healy, and Alan goes, No, Ellen Healy. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, fair enough. And then I went to put it up on Instagram <laughs> the wrong way around. So, made a complete stones of it. Anyway, Ellen Healy is... She romped a victory. Romped a victory. Got more votes than Jerbuster done and Benny Lawler Benny put Lawler. together. Yeah. Yeah, she got about a thousand votes. Yeah, yeah, romped, yeah, yeah. romped a victory. So oh. she was our first star of the week of 2022. Yeah. And? And we now have her on the podcast. Right, so I'm delighted to be joined now by Ellen Healy. Not Anna Healy. Ellen Healy. Um, who was our first star of the week, our new... Uh, our new segment on the on the podcast, and uh, our, my colleague Stephen met a stone, but he t- he tells me he's gone doddery in his old age, um, Ellen. So that's his excuse for for mixing the two of you up. So I hope you can forgive him. Ah, yeah, yeah, still <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, look, we, we'll uh, we we'll go back to that game, I suppose, first and foremost, because um, you've come up against a range of different teams over the years, and um, Tyrone are obviously just down from senior. And the Worldster champions as well. So, w- was this sort of a game where you wanted to lay down a marker and show that you're really are contenders to win this All Ireland, and and you showed it afterwards with the way that you performed? Yeah, I think like I suppose we were always gearing towards peaking around, peaking around now, and I don't think it it kind of really mattered who we came came up against. Really, it was about I suppose our own performance and ensuring that we. So was did ourselves justice um, because, as you know, the Wexford game, we played considerably well in, in the first half and then it kind of just plateaued in the second half. So I think it was like everybody was just really focused, I suppose, after that game, just consistently working hard. 
and knowing then we were coming into a series where if you didn't win games, you were not you were knocked out, I suppose. And that's kind of where we were at, I suppose, with the mindset you have to win every game and you have to beat everybody as well, I think, to even get close to the All-Ireland as well. So kind of coming into that game, everybody was just focused after the Sligo game. Again, it was just the next game, put our head down and put in just just really up our work rate overall. So it was, so I think, look, we, we played, we played quite well against, against Tyrone. And again, look, we wanted to do ourselves a bit of justice because we had, I suppose, two hard games in the league against Kerry and Armagh. And um, again, the first half against Kerry, we thought we played quite well. And then again, plateaued in the second half. So it was really about our own performances and it wasn't necessarily about the team we came up with. We just wanted to do ourselves justice really in it all. And you did that like and I've been at an awful lot of your games over the last two years and I've said it here loads of times you're so enjoyable to look at Um, it's free 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 flowing football head up it's sort of what, what you don't well it's maybe starting to come back a bit into the men's game now but, but it had gone away from that but you had you have really really enjoyable to watch what's it like being a defender in a team though that 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 does be so open sometimes you do have to make these kamikaze blocks where you come from nowhere and just stop searching goals but is it enjoyable I know you get to go forward as well so it's not like you're just sitting there waiting to break up attacks but is it enjoyable playing in, in this team yeah definitely I would say look we are an attacking team but at the same time kind of what's expected from the cornerback is expected from the corner forward that whether or not you're kind of the score that your work rate is just as important in terms of tackling and consistently trying to make it difficult for defenders to get out of the forward line. So I think like the pressure that the forwards put on up front really, I suppose, makes it difficult for them to get decent ball down below to their forwards then. So it starts really up at the very top and then it kind of goes, filters down through um, through into the backs. And I just think everybody has the same mindset that like, it doesn't matter if you're a cornerback, you can go on up scoring. We all kind of do the same amount of work rate. So we do that defending starts up front. And I suppose, look, scoring can start from the back as well. So it's 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 kind of all kind of looking at us being all rounders, really. Um, so it is. But in terms of look, I love it, I suppose. I wouldn't be placed anywhere else, only in, in the in the back. So I was there was a moment I was trying to. And he slipped me into the full back line and I was kind of like, oh God, I don't, don't, <laughs> don't enjoy this here now. So, so I don't, um, but I've always been a defender. Um, so it's kind of nothing out of, it's kind of all I, I've really known. And I suppose like I, when I get up front, there probably is a bit of a look maybe for me to to leave it off to people that can shoot but I'll, I'll try my hand at it and if it goes wayward it, I know maybe not to do it another time so <laughs> it's it's a bit it's a bit of a mixture so it is but your own career Ellen like how many years are you playing with Leash now at, at senior level and you know if you go back to to the very start up to where you are now like you, you know you've 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 always been one of the main players on the team when you have been playing. So if you can take people back to when you made your debut and, and straight up to now. Yeah, it was. God, I made my debut back in 2000 and I think it was 11. It could have been 10, 2011, I suppose. It's still playing with some of the girls like the likes of Anna and... Anna Moore, Jane Moore, Ashlyn Quigley, Emer Barry, like still playing with those girls. Um, would have played with them back in 2011. And actually, we were up senior back then. Um, 
and just sort of re, a, a good a good team in as well like we do now but I suppose it was probably like the Mary Kerwin Angela Casey and everything back then and we won God, that I think my first year in we won, we won Leinster senior which was huge we got to a division one league final and lost to Cork kind of all Ireland semi-final again lost to Cork this one I think Cork were an absolute phenomenal yeah. team so they were back then so it started back then and then look I suppose a few things plateaued for me I went I wasn't consistently in there there was years I was kind of in years I was out went traveling did the whole J1 piece pieces like that as well but I suppose I'm in there now the last three years and absolutely love it I think I think if you get it if you get a good group of good group of girls together there's a tendency for everybody to be I suppose committed to the same goal really each year so and everybody's driving for the same thing and it's just so competitive in there um which makes it which makes it even more kind of exciting and you, you go to training wanting to absolutely give your all because everybody is given their all and it's just everything is up for grabs and like so you, is, you you mentioned earlier there about uh you know being being in the backs of center back or whatever um, is it a trait in the family? Because obviously, like Tahir made, made a great career out of that as well. Like, do we exchange notes on how to uh, how to make those blocks and those tackles that you come up with every now and again? Because your brother was fairly famous for for a long time as well. <laughs> no, no, he he he'd lecture all right on on what on what you should do. I don't really give my two cents now because I think a bit of it is fluke sometimes. Um, sometimes I'm just in the right place at the right time when the ball when ball spills free, so it does. But um, to be fair, now he. <laughs> He'd be he'd be a tighter marker than I would now. I'd I'd like I I'd loosely kind of mark somebody, whereas he'd nearly follow them into the toilet kind of thing. <laughs> um, so not not too many tips are shared are shared between us, but um I think definitely um just I suppose. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just neither of us can shoot. That's why we were put back there, I suppose. <laughs> That 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 could possibly be it that neither of us had the scoring ability. So into the backs um and try and make a nuisance out of yourself back there, really. Um make it difficult for for forwards. So um definitely we don't exchange too much now about, about football, all right. Um, because we could clash heads a little maybe about about <laughs> things. Did his so, career, Ellen, have any influence on yours? Because obviously like, you're, you're, you know, you're younger than him and you would have watched him growing mm-hmm. up. And like, it's amazing. I see him now playing over in London, which is you know, just incredible. The last time I spoke to him, we, we had him on a podcast and he just transferred over and um, he was joking, saying, Asher, I might play a bit for him. And then I see him <laughs> popping up, playing yeah. away. Like he's, he's incredible. Like He's absolutely incredible. There's no other yeah. word for yeah, I think like we're 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 two different people in terms of look. It has it has made a mass a huge influence influence on us, on me I suppose. Um, his commitment to, I suppose, playing at the highest level is absolutely exceptional. And I suppose I would have been there when he would have kind of a lot of the, we would have helped out a lot with the transport when he's coming back every single weekend, and you just see the commitment that was involved, and it was. I wouldn't do it. I'll just say that. And I don't think no. too many others would do it. And all the, I suppose, the lone training sessions as well. I suppose part of, 
I suppose, playing football, and that is you're part of a team, so it is, which makes you different. And he has to put that effort in on his own. I know I think he did train with teams over in London, but he wasn't training with the lads he was coming home to play with. So it was a lot of kind of self-motivation as well, as long as that. And then he had, look, I think what is great is he's had a few setbacks and things like that, but that's never deterred him from coming back and again trying to compete compete at the highest level and I suppose look he, he's a real he loves just being part of a team and that's something I absolutely adore just being part of a team friends and I suppose that camaraderie that comes with it as well but he'd be a lot I suppose dedicated than I would because I wouldn't be traveling to and from to and from Limerick or not Limerick excuse me London um I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing it but Look, we're both quite competitive as well. And I'd say that kind of, I'd say our mom was a huge, a huge influence now on, on our sporting as well. God, she'd travel length and breadth of the country. If somebody was playing in Castle Byron, the other person was playing down Cork, she would travel it all in one day just to come, I suppose, and support us. So I think we both had it from, from above us as well that really, that really helped. Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. Um, looking ahead, obviously, to, to what's to come, and we're we're into the the quarterfinal of the All Ireland now, um, against Wicklow. Wicklow are a team you've played an awful lot lately. It, it's it's funny the crossovers between, uh, last year's championship, championship again this year. You possibly may have played them in the league last year as well, if I'm right. So it's it you have played an awful, you've seen an awful lot of one another. Um. I think we've nearly always come out on the right side of it. So you'd be hoping that that, that will continue. But I'm sure it'll be a tough game. Like I, I, I saw you against Offaly and I would have backed Offaly to beat Wicklow. So obviously uh, that was, uh, to me, that was a surprise. Maybe not to people who might know a bit more. But um, I presume you'll be you'll go in there with your eyes fully open, like be no taking anything for granted. Absolutely not. I think... Look, we played them in the league and the champ- championship is a different animal. And I suppose you come into knockout football now and I sp- look awfully in Wicklow. It was knockout between them. Whoever won came through really. And so I just think when it comes down to it, um, you have to go in with your eyes wide open because anything could change on the day. And we don't definitely do not underestimate Wicklow. If we played them in the league, we won well. But the league means nothing really in any of this. So it doesn't. And I think last year as well, we played them in the league and they beat us in the beat us in the league as well last year. So it, to be honest, it, there is, I suppose, look, there is that element of you just go in because it is knockout, it's win or lose. So you have to absolutely give it absolutely every and prepare for the biggest battle, really, when you go out there. Um, so you do. It's a great team to be involved in. And um, I, I suppose, look, the one thing is I, I couldn't recommend younger girls enough going to try and play for their county because I suppose the sense of pride and things like that that you feel with it so I would encourage everybody to want to represent their represent their county and and do and that, that is the big and, thing Ellen with this team like there, there's so many young players like we, you know we look at it there uh, like she for Havel I don't know what her exact age is but she has to be quite young um, and yeah. like even the likes of Aaron, Emma Lawler, who we know and have been around a long time, they're still so young. They're 21, 22, whatever. Like, yeah. it, it is a very young squad to be part of. Oh, definitely. It is a young squad. I, I won't give away now, but I say I'm one of the oldest, but it, it is it is a very young young squad. And I just think that it's, it was looking at all those girls coming up in terms like 
like that they're still so young. Looking at those girls, there's Kelly O'Neill, there's Orla Hennessy, there's Sinead Farley, all of those girls coming up as well. You know that I suppose if those the likes of those girls stick at it, you feel that Leisha, Leisha's future is bright, really, um, because they're committed to it now at a young at a young age. And I think as you get older, you want to stay committed and you want to see your county do well. And I would I just would encourage all all players to really to really go for it and want to represent their county because I think it doesn't I think I maybe took for advantage maybe back in 2011 and that win in the Leinster I took I haven't won anything I suppose in a senior grade since and took for advantage that I was I think it was 19 or that yeah so I took I took advantage I suppose of that and I haven't seen success really since since then um so it really is it's not about i suppose oh next year next year it's get in and do it get in and do it this year and give it your all so that was a great interview uh, uh alan with ellen healy yes ellen healy get it right <laughs> apologies again. i know you saw there so she's not she's not take with you no. um, and neither was anna to, to be fair to anna healy the first person the message was to tell us that we had it the wrong way around was anna healy <laughs> and she said that ellen deserved it. yeah ellen deserves it as <laughs> she was one of the first votes that ellen healy got because that's the thing we can actually see how people vote i'm not sure how how that worked how gdpr gdpr <laughs> um but i'd say anna healy could be in the mix for at some stage down the line she might be yeah we'll, will, will we come no we'll do we'll talk about football leagues and then we'll do start of the week yeah. Yeah, for this week. Yeah. So yeah, so the football leagues are heading to the last round now, mm-hmm. and there's plenty still on the line in in the top three divisions. Yeah, um, promotion and relegation. There's some teams are. It's very okay. We'll start at the top. Yeah. Division one A is is uh, Port Arlington are almost definitely out because they got a bad beating. Port Arlington, like I think they only started three players that won the county final last year. They were badly beaten by Greg Collins the other night. Greg now have beaten Port twice mm. in this year's times. Greg are definitely the oh, the, the one to watch. They were the one to watch. I Greg are like. Eight to twelve to one, eight to one. Yeah. They're worth a few pounds. Now they haven't won yeah. it in fifty nine years. Mm, has um, to end sometime. Has to end sometime. Nineteen sixty five. Yeah, they're moving um, well and um, fifty seven years. That is not so, fifty nine. Yeah. So they they they're guaranteed league final now. Not guaranteed. There there would be a possibility for Josephs to beat Port and for. No, Josephs are playing um, Port. Yeah, Joseph, for Josephs to beat Port oh, and yeah, for Greg for, to lose to yeah, Dempsey's yeah. Uh, and scoring difference come into play. I'm predicting it'll be a Josephs-Greg yeah, final. That's that what I know. It's, 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 it's the scoring difference comes into it and it's a bit complicated than that. Those games are on next Friday evening. The bottom part of Division... One. I was at Joseph's oh, you before were at, I moved away from oh, yeah. I was at Joseph's and at MC's Brinica. Yeah. Could have been it's, twenty-five goals. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple of months ago. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um very entertaining to look at. Dempsey's had Mark Barry playing in the middle of the field. Yeah. It's the first time I'd seen them this year. I actually hadn't seen them up to now. And um he he was very good in the middle of the field. I've seen O'Dempsey's a couple of times. Yeah, yeah I hadn't seen you be, you've been yeah. more I suppose since I put them down the rankings, I didn't much <laughs> show my face. But uh yeah, no, they they, they were decent enough and a lot of there were a lot of new players that no younger players like there was no the two Lennons there was no Robbie Keogh there was no Peter O'Leary uh, no Conor Murdoch no Conor Murdoch so a lot of them lads have sort of drifted away now. no Michal Finley no yeah uh, whereas Owen Finley was back um, Barry Kelly was playing yeah. I haven't seen like you know there yeah. was a few of them Fionn, or Fionn Holland wasn't there Scott he's a lost I think Murray, yeah, yeah. Odense are decent and they're pacey they don't have a massive panel and it worries me that they have lost all those guys well, no, O'Leary and and they Robbie Keogh have both played yeah. games in the league this year. Not they've, they've probably played missed more than they've played, but none of them guys are that old. No. You know, O'Leary would be the oldest of them. Um, like they're introducing new players, but they're they're losing lads 
they're getting new lads, but they're losing lads at the other end. So they're not. I think for someone like O'Dempsey's, they need to have everyone on board for mm-hmm. as long as possible. Um, those Lennons are good. Uh, the two Howlands are playing. Derek Dunn does be knocking around the team. Fionn Holland is a very good player. Now, I know they were missing a few of them. Nerney was, was missing yeah. the other night. Um, Mark Barry. But Mark Barry's not gone for three months now. I think he's going to miss the first couple of rounds of the championship. And he, he's a huge loss. So I just think if Odemsey are missing a few, I think he's going to catch them. Obviously, Hatch is brilliant. Um, and he's a real bag of tricks. But I think they, I don't think they're going to make the league final. No, I think, oh, no, no, yeah, no, I wouldn't that's that. so. I, in, in the other, the, the bottom part of it, I saw Port Leash against Ballyroan. I really like the look of uh, Walshy, as they call him, Kieran O'Donnell, full forward. He's racking up big scores. He's inside forward. He's a bit of a strut about him. He knows where the goals are. He's great long-range free-taker. He's good. Kieran Lillis was back here in McAvoy. A bit of physicality there. Um, I do think they're they're a bit prone to going backwards and sideways and not going... I, I, think I still think they're in the top two or three teams, and I still think it'll take they'll be in the mix. But... And you'd imagine they'll improve, like Kevin Swain was playing the other night. Has he gone off, though, I think? Is he gone for the summer as well? Oh, is I th- he? I think he might be. He's playing the other night. He's a fine, athletic, young player. And um, Garrett Dillon went off injured after about three minutes. Um, I see that c- Paul Cahalan is back. Craig Rogers is back involved. Um, Conor Round was in goals. Graham Brody came on out the field. Um, the Bet- Belly Rohn were missing a heap. As I think Belly Rohn had beaten Courtwood. No, Emo, yeah. Emo the previous round and they had missing eight of those guys so the whole of Lazio leaving yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that's that Emo yeah, got so three goals in about five minutes to beat Courtwood in the bottom match so that was that true Emo a lifeline again they're not uh, Courtwood aren't necessarily gone but they've lost the two matches there's nobody me? safe there's and nobody gone nobody there, safe really, and nobody gone yeah, yeah but I'm going to predict the Port Leach and Ballyroan will be safe yeah. and Courtwood and Emo are going to go down Division 1B then I was at Stradbury and Collection that was sort of a a shootout to see whoever won that was more than likely true Stradbury won they're up to the division well, I, hadn't, I, I never got to see Stradbury because you got all their matches mm. so uh, I was very impressed with them yeah, Just, yeah, I think, yeah. Like, I think well. over the last 10 years I have the list of the last 10 years Stradbury have been in 5 relegation semi-finals 2 quarter-finals around 3 and the one year other than that was they won it <laughs> you know like it's it's imagine being in five relegation finals and big champions. In and the never same, relegated. Never relegated. Yeah. But uh, no, they've never even lost a relegation semi final. No. To be fair, but I think the other night now they were moving well. There's plenty of pace in the team. Did no Colin Begley or no Derek Harrell, and they might have been missing a few. Is Barney playing? Yeah, he's injured. As he's well. injured as well. Yeah, so Barney Colin had offered Kelly him a bit. Injured, yeah. Colin Kelly is injured. So both of those lads had offered him a bit, bit extra as well. I just think. Uh, Jack Larkin now is going to be the goalkeeper. He's lovely kick out on him. Uh, he has distance and accuracy. Liam Knowles is a good operator. For, actually, he's not going to be a start of the week nominee, but he was. He uh, <laughs> mentioned of the week. Men- mention of the week. I come out of collection, and here's Liam Knowles driving a big, massive Ferguson tractor and a baler. <laughs> so, in collection, and he was like, "Must have fucking land everywhere, like." <laughs> or else he was after driving all the way down. I said, "I'm fucking not getting caught behind him on the way home from collection." So, mention of the week, Liam Knowles, who went to the match, a Division One League match, but not only in a tractor, but with the baler. That's the real uh, uh, cherry on top. Um, Owen Boogie up and down the field from cent- centre back. Connor, I remember Connor Good who did work experience. But he he started wing back and went. Mid- Friggy Murphy was midfield. He's same age as himself. Yeah, Friggy's <laughs> so mad. So bad. He hurt his hamstring yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, and the ground was rock hard. Like yeah. that new. I never covered a match in that new collection pitch. Eamon Delaney, sure, he can play anywhere from two to nine. Essentially, yeah. adds great aggression to it. Um, I don't know what are doing with Kerry Comerford. Like he seems to be, he was started thirteen or fifteen, and he was back. He's been playing centre back previously. Yeah, he's sort of floating around the place. He's kind of yeah. coming out as a spare man sometimes. And he was he was like an extra centre back now yeah, the other night. He's yeah, trying to trying to dictate the play from around there, like which he, which he will do. There's, yeah. there's no doubt. And obviously, having both Jody Dillon and Tom Shield fit and playing, yeah. there, there is um, three seventeen. It was a good game. Like it was tight. 
it was a draw without 10 minutes to go. Owen Boogie got a great goal, with, and that was the difference. Stradley kicked on and scored 1 6 in the last 10 minutes or so. Um, good game, bit of, little Probably bit meet again, it's a. Probably, well, Clash played the Heat now mm-hmm. in the. In the in this, what is essentially a semi-final this Friday night and the winners will be promoted and into a league final. But fair, fair play to Strabble. That's, that's nine league games they've played and they've won eight of them. Yeah. I think of, in terms of consistency... I think Rose were the only team to, to beat, beat them. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think of the nine teams or of, the, of any of the league teams in of the senior teams, I'd say Strabble are the ones that can probably be happiest. Them and Greg. Them and Greg probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joseph's. I think Joseph's had a good league as well. Yeah, yeah, I know this well, yeah, that, that yeah. that's fair. But Strabble can definitely be happy. I know that it's a diff- lower standard than that, but they can definitely be happy with with how they're going. Yeah. I think to have them moving well, um yeah, is managing them, Gary Cavanagh, John Larkin, yeah. sort of two stalwarts of the club there. Um they, they seem that they're going no look, you don't know, but I just think looking at that team the other night and add Begley and Derek Harlan into it and it makes it a fairly decent yeah. decent team, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they should be afraid of too many teams. Like I don't know what bad last year Port better, but it was still Port though. Like they did better against Port than Port Leash or uh, Emo or any of them did. Like so, so yeah. maybe we've been a bit harsh at them at that time. But I definitely think and there, over the last four or five years, there never seems to have been a time when Dylan and Shield have both been fit oh, or no. available. No, no, you know, no, no. and Comerford. Yeah, particularly Tom. Like he's had an awful time with injuries. Yeah. Since and he, like, uh, he made his Leash debut at like sixteen or, or seventeen, or whatever yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that day against Clare, and. Like sure, he was injured in 2016, even yeah. when Strabby won the championship. Yeah. Like he's he's never got a run uh, at it. A run at it. Yeah. And even last year, he got into fantastic shape. He was flying it, and he broke his foot in the match yeah. against Corkwood and missed the whole championship. Came yeah. back for the poor game. You remember he came off the bench and kicked a couple oh, of long freeze. Range yeah, range. yeah. So he's so talented. You like, know, you like know. he's still only like Tom's 26, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's about it. Like yeah. so, if he could get a run of games and a run of fitness. Um, have, have, but have and with when or Gary Comerford playing the soc- with soccer and that they've never had the three of them no. all the time and I do at the moment which and is a good sign. Last year Benny Lawler broke both his arms playing soccer like so. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> great pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an absolute yeah. flyer. But I hadn't seen that much of Strabby. No, I was impressed with him. Must, must be said. Um, Collection. I don't missing a good few. Ah, like they no Mister Seven Eight. no Michael Dorn. No Adam Deering. No Jerry Shane Man. Bulger. No Ross Bulger. No um, Mikey Doran. Oh yeah, I mentioned him. You know, yeah. as you said, uh, Jeremy, Mann. Jeremy Mann. Yeah, yeah. so they were missing a good few lads. I think Ross Bulger is gone. Yeah, he's gone, and gone Mark McDermott's gone as well. Isn't Mark he? McDermott. The other McDermott wasn't there either. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, here mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So one of the McDonalds. So a lot of lads missing. Yeah, they're missing a good few. Um, but decent enough game. And then in the other, oh yeah, the Heat, Beth Rose and Alice. That was a tight enough game with yeah. three goals in the second half. So the Heat and and Heat for an intermediate team now after having a good league. Well, they have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like they um, finished ahead of four senior teams. Well, three yeah. senior teams. Like they had to finish. So plus the ones in division. Too. And go, yeah. going down now, uh, Cruz were bet by Killeen. Killeen got three goals. They got a goal after about 10 seconds. Paul Kingston got a goal after 10 seconds. Um, Cruz missed the penalty. So Killeen, Killeen have been, had the upper hand in that one now. They bet them twice in the league this year. Bet them in the championship two years ago. Uh, Cruz are going down. Cruz are done. They're down to Division 2. And the loser then of Clunas Lee. Clunas Lee scored 4 11 the other night and were bet by about 10 points against <laughs> yeah. Ballyline. Yeah. Yeah. What's your prediction for that? So you're you're saying Strabley and Collection in the final? Strabley and Collection, yeah. I saw the heat and the heat down. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll go with Strabley and Collection for the final. Um and, and, Cruz and? I couldn't back against Clunas Lee at all. <laughs> I couldn't back against but even though they were beaten in the league, I just um Clunas Lee and Ireless Colleen in a must win game. Yeah, I do, I, I I know I go with Clunas Lee, I think. Even though, like Colleen's problem, it's not his water problem and a, a, a good thing. All Colleen's best players are in the full forward line. 
They could yeah. do with them being a bit more but spread out. Clonus they conceded five nineteen against <laughs> Ballylion and what does that tell you about their defence? Yeah, it's a bit of a issues already. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> could be a cracking game, that. <laughs> You're going to that, I think. I'd I think go we have to that, definitely, to go, yeah. Oh, could be about 6.20 each, by the yeah, sounds yeah, of that. Yeah. Like. Um, and then two. Um, oh, yeah, so... Ballyfin are up. So Ballyfin now have gone... Have they got three successive no, promotions? Two. Well, well, they've, they've, yeah, well, they, they're on course to win... the Rock one year. They're on course to win three successive leagues, yeah. but their leagues were restructured after one of them. They, got, okay. they, they won a league one time, but didn't get promoted. So their story is they didn't play one year. Yeah. They refused to play and were relegated Legated. because of that. So they yeah. ended up down in like... Division three. Yeah. Then the leagues got restructured. They won they that, but didn't move anywhere. Didn't move anywhere, yeah. So they ended up in Division 4, essentially. Yeah. They won Division 4 last year. Last year. Now they're going to... They're win promoted anyway, and yeah. they have to win. So they're t- on course to win three leagues in a row, yeah, yeah. And, and back up to, up to 1B. 1B which so the big win over Park, right, Niskan. Ballyfin were missing more than Park, were Yeah. Yeah, no, ba- ba- and I think ba- Ballyfin... We've said it here before. Ballyfin are definitely, if they have everybody, top... Yeah. In leash, definitely. Yeah. So they were beaten last year by Port Arlington and Port, Port Leash. Leash. Narrowly. Uh, narrowly narrowly by Port Leash, yeah. yeah. And narrowly by Port in the first round. So you know they're they're their last leash. three champion well they played relegation afterwards, but their last three championship games was against Port twice and Port Leash once. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that they play Strabley in the first round of championship, yeah. so that'll be a good. Yeah, game. that will be a good game, yeah. The, the Park Tim 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 I'm telling you now. I'm going to see them now in the flesh to <laughs> see the the fruit. Choose tonight. Yeah. Battle of Money Cross. Yeah, yeah. Poor. So winner goes up. Winner goes up and gets promoted. Yeah, mm. which would be a good good one for for Park. Uh, like or a good one for for Tim O'Hall is running an intermediate team. But yeah. uh, I believe they got a goal after about ten seconds the other night. Jeez. Big Terence Delaney straight from the throne. Big long ball in and got it. I think he's like your man from Donegal or from Armagh. <laughs> so they, they did a good win. They, came, they scored the last one six of the game. They were five points down and they ended up winning by four and with about ten minutes to go. Turned it around. That's a decent enough Joseph's half Joseph's team, senior yeah. team, like you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, but that's so Tim O'Hall and Park. Been interesting one. Yeah. In Tim Yeah. I would, like I was I the, the other night I covered a match in that new collection pitch for the first time. I don't think since Leafs today started have I covered a match in Tim Do you Tim used to co- show host loads of matches yeah. and they would never host anything. I've been at a few games there covering them, yeah. I even done a live blog from there and there's signal. There's more power to it, more power to it. <laughs> That's it. What's else on the agenda then? Start of week. Start of week, okay. Yeah. Nominations. So yeah. Ellen Healy, congratulations. <laughs> um this week's nominations are you give them there. So this week's nomination. So the the first nomination will go hurling, soccer, football. Yeah. That's the way we're, we're going to go about. Yeah. So we actually have four nominations, yeah. four people, but only three, three nominations. nominations. So the first nomination is David Sheeran. So David Sheeran is from Abilene's, and he was in goal. Didn't even mention that. We match. didn't even mention yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. Nor Cole Shanahoe. Cole Shanahoe, bet drummer in the other semi final yeah. local derby. He was in goals for Abilene's against Clonus Lee St Mammons in the Division Two uh, League hurling semi final. Uh, I think it was Friday. Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah. Um, the game was an absolute cracker. Yeah. Went extra time and then went to penalties. And uh, as as uh, one Abbey League's man said to me afterwards, he done a Queevy and Kelleher on it. <laughs> and for those who don't know what that is, Queevy and Kelleher plays for Liverpool. Yeah. And in the League Cup final against Chelsea, he saved a penalty and scored, and a, penalty. Then scored uh, a penalty. So yeah. that's for David Sheeran. Look, he didn't do what the Chelsea goalkeeper did. Was it Chelsea that they played in that final? He yeah, let Chelsea, yeah. They brought on a goalkeeper for the penalties. Yeah. He saved none of them and missed his own missed one. His own <laughs> one yeah. So uh, David Sheeran saved a penalty from James Young, uh, his opposite number. And then got up and scored his own one. <laughs> and uh, I think the both teams missed the last two penalties, but it didn't matter because okay. our abilities were 3 2 up, okay. so, so they won. Um, and uh, yeah, so David is our. Uh, David's played, I, I think he played on, he was on Leash under 20 panel. I don't know if he ever played now. Dara, who's not too far away, might be able to answer that. Was he there at the same time you were? Uh, he was subkeeper for the Mines. Uh, subkeeper subkeeper for the Mines. to you? 
Yeah, Shane, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so there you go. So he he has county experience, but anyway, he's he's nominee number one. Yeah, uh, nominee. So the Premier League's produced some amount of goalkeepers. I've, I've said that like yeah, it's it's mad in the amount of goalies. Yeah, like see, Owen Riley was unbelievable yeah. goalkeeper. Roland, Roland, and yeah. now this fella, yeah. yeah. So see, so he's in for start of the week. David Sheeran from Premier League. He's the first nominee. The, yeah. the second one is a giant one. Yeah. Um. So the Kennedy Cup was on last week, and there was huge leash representation. Yeah. The Midlands uh, had a team. So the Midlands League is Leash, Offaly, Westmead. Parts of Tipperary, parts of Roscommon, part of Galway, uh, part of Galway. Um, yeah, so it's, it's sort of a, a midland, mishmash, yeah, a yeah, mishmash yeah. of everything. You no, know, predominantly Leash and Offaly, yeah. but there is bits of, of other counties as well. But we had two lads on the team: Sean Powders from Port Leash and Tyke Slattery from Emo Celtic. Tyke's Courtwood, uh, as far as yeah. I know, yeah. So, but he went to school in Rat, so I'm assuming oh, he must oh, be yeah, yeah, Courtwood yeah. if he goes there. Do you do you take but Emo lads in court in Rat, or or would there be? Would be a bar it's much changed. Ah, well, I, I actually think there is some sort of thing that you, they're not supposed to be from the far side of the main road okay. in Ballybritis, yeah. but there could be sons of past students. There is sort of a hierarchy, but it's a much bigger place than when I was there. But anyway, the Midlands were in a group. Uh, they bet Wicklow 9-0, they bet Longford 8-0, and then they drew one. It's good, because Midlands generally wouldn't be that strong. They've been good the last couple of years. Okay. Yeah, they've been good the last couple of years. It's funny, like, I was at the Kennedy Cup in 2016. We had two lads uh, from, from TNS, TNS yeah. Chris Moore from Strably and Michal Connor from Tim O'Hoe. Uh, were both on the panel and both played, um, and we went down to it because the Big two deal, lads were yeah. there. Like, and I'd never been to it before, and it's fantastic. Did you, did you go down for the week? Did you? We did three days down. You there, go up and yeah. down every day, or did went you? Up and down every yeah, day, yeah, yeah. Sure, Limerick yeah, it's is no distance. No yeah, distance, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Mullins will find out. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, but fantastic event. Yeah. Like, Jesus, incredible! And the year that the lads, that our two lads were in it, they, they went out in the quarter final to the DDSL oh, on yeah. penalties, and the DDSL had Nathan Collins, <laughs> Jason Knight. Uh, Dawson, Devoy, all these lads who are now playing Ireland senior and yeah. under twenty one, like so, it's hilarious yeah. thinking of our lads were playing against them fellas. Yeah. But um, Midlands that year ended up in the same competition that these lads did. So these lads also followed the same yeah. path. They drew nil nil with DDSL in the quarter final, having topped the group yeah. and lost on penalties, lost three yeah. nil in the penalty shootout. But then they went in the bet, um, the bet Ross. Oh, it's like a leech from maybe in one game. But it was common to play Galway. And Galway. They played Donegal, played Donegal in the final. And then they played Donegal in the final. In the final, they weren't. They went uh, 1 0 down, got back to 1 all. Then they went 2 1 down, 2 1 down at half time. And yeah. they brought on Tyke Slattery from, from Emo. And he scored a couple of minutes in the second yeah. half and made a 2 all. And then they got the winner near the end, a header yeah. from a corner. So Tyke Slattery is one nominee, and, and Sean, Sean Powders, Powders is the other. Yeah, so they're giant nominees. They finished fifth overall in yeah. the competition. They won, the, yeah. they won the plate. So there was only four teams ahead of them in yeah. the country. The the under teams are worth to mention as well. Carlo. Had uh, a rake of lads from from Greg uh, and Josephs um, on the. They're on not the called Josephs for soccer purposes. Yeah, no, like, they yeah. had Bobby Rowan from the Swan and yeah. Seamus Lynch. He plays Lynch. with who? Crettyard. He plays with Crettyard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Seamus Lynch who plays for St Anne's. Yeah. Um, he was described to me as from living outside Ballyline, but he plays for Josephs, but yeah. Josephs massive area anyway. So takes uh, five postmen apparently. Yeah, to, to do post, Josephs, yeah. and then they had uh, the two lads from from Greg. The captain Zach Hernan was uh, oh, yeah. was captain of the of the Carlo team. Hernan, I think. Hernan is yeah. how they pronounce. So they ended up second in their group. They were in the same division as the or same group as the DDSL, okay. and they lost to them in the last group game, which meant they were second. So they went into like at the, oh, the, eight, the the next phase, the next yeah, phase, yeah, yeah. and they ended up winning that. They, yeah. they beat Limerick County after extra time. Seamus Lynch actually scored in the final, 
and um, they beat Limerick two one. So yeah. they've they finished ninth. I'd say ninth. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's those, a huge those, those excellent. And yeah, it was four play. lads from Doro Lions playing with Kilkenny. Yeah. Um, and they were they were all they ended up sixteenth, I think. They okay. In their in the, the, that section, yeah, that yeah, section. yeah. With thirty two teams in it, so it's a, it's yeah. a great competition. Yeah. Anyway, our final nominee and for the final Saturday nominee week then is, is uh, Sean Moore. Yeah. Um, from Ballyfin. So we were talking about that game against Parker. Yeah. What, what did he score? Two eight. Uh, yeah, they've got a big score to score 317 or something I think yeah. in it yeah. that's, that's fair yeah, yeah, sealed their promotion to Division 2 so Sean Moore with 2-8 the Kennedy Cup lads who are Sean Powders and uh, Tyke Slattery and then uh, David Sheerans for scoring and saving a penalty mm-hmm. right we'll put that vote up on our you get Instagram. all the names right now this time yeah do my best anyway that, that everything <laughs> that's, that's everything, everything for now we'll be back later in the week actually just a quick shout out Alan will be back with a hurling preview show of the um, the league finals this weekend also we have a great interview with Ashling. Quigley, because uh, Ashling Quigley, Ashling Dunner, about coming back to play with the Leash Ladies football, uh, you know, being the only mother on the on the panel. So, brilliant interview coming up with her. That'll be out either tomorrow, Tuesday, or Wednesday. All right, over and out. Good luck. God bless. Goodbye.